everyone. We want to hear from you. This podcast is all about us right now, but we want to bring you, the listener, into it more. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you any friendship-related stories that you have. It can be a really great meet-cute, a moment that a friend really stuck their neck out for you that you'll never forget, a crazy story of a night out, anything like that. We want to bring that into the podcast. You can write to us, thenoshpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a DM at the Nosh Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, whatever works for you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. You can always count on me and I can count on you. Good times, bad times in between. But friends will see me through. Say hello to your friends. The Nosh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are always there. Welcome to the Nosh Podcast presents Let's Be Friends. I'm Natasha. I'm Sarah. And I'm Chelsea. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today's going to be a little bit different. We were really inspired by our conversation with Leia. And we got to thinking about gender and what role that plays in friendships. And something that we have always just pondered um, is women and men becoming friends. Uh, and so I thought it would be fun, or not, I thought, we thought it would be fun to you just do a deep You force this idea on all <laughs> Everyone is deeply uncomfortable with not having a guest or a piece of media to talk about, but I think it's going to be just fine. We're just going to kind of free ball it, free flow it. And I think um, just to add to what you said, I think it's important to acknowledge, even though probably implied to us, that we're talking about heterosexual men and women, cis men and women being friends, because that's our experience. We are generally cis women. We are pretty heterosexual and we live in a world where we try to have relationships with heterosexual men with some success. Um, so that's the sort of lens that we're going to be talking through. Right. Give me a weird look. I, I was, oh. You're having you're having a successful relationship right now. I've never had one. <laughs> yeah. I'm speak for you, but that's just why I, I sort of said it that way. Um, but so yeah, I, I just thought like Leia brought up a lot of really interesting ideas about you know you know because they're more fluid and they date men other like, people of different genders and different sexual proclivities. And that was super, super interesting. And that's a super important conversation. This is the conversation that we're having because this is who we are. And it's a conversation, like you said, Natasha, that we have among ourselves anyway. And we were kind of having after we talked with Leia because it was so shattering. <laughs> um, so we thought we'd have it here. And I was really re reluctant to have it because I'm afraid to share too much and be emotional on the pod. We can, we can keep it light and um theoretical as much as we want to yes, I was like plugging in my um equipment I like started to get the feeling that I was gonna cry <laughs> oh boy oh no <laughs> okay well before we get into the crying part then do you guys want to talk about like how, how are you doing what's up I was just watching Dawson's Creek what happened 
Oh my God. It like made me so upset for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the teacher fucked Pacey. Well, that already happened. Um, and this episode, like the rumor has spread and then she like denies it. And that just made me really upset because, because she, she was like, you know, Pacey, I don't even like, don't even ask me what's going on. Cause I don't even know. And I'm just like, you're a literal grown woman, you know, rapist. Yeah. They don't really say that though. And Wait, then, what happened? A teach a female teacher slept with a male student. Yeah. So Pacey is a man is a boy. He's a boy. Pacey a, is that yeah, his first Pacey. name? That's his first name. Pacey. Okay. Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't judge him for his name but judge him for his choices um he but has also, don't judge him for his choices because he's a kid what is he 16 15 he's 15 they're all 15 um yeah so they had sex and that's really gross but then they don't really like talk about how it's like really gross except for the fact that the school board finds out and they like do an investigation but they just deny everything and they're like well okay cool <laughs> it's just over um but and then joey who is katie holmes who is a girl she has a sister who's pregnant and her sister can't get to the hospital so they just have the baby at dawson's house and they have to bring over jen who's the girl that dawson likes and jen's grandma is christian and a nurse so they're like the only person who can help us is this Christian nurse. Uh, <laughs> How many times have I been in that situation? <laughs> no, but that the thing that really, I mean, the Pacey thing really bothered me. But then, like, they're trying to go through, like, the birthing process. And Jen is like, she's losing a lot of blood. And the nurse grandma is like, it's okay. It's fine. Everything's going to be fine. And she's like, I, I don't know what's going on, but I know that that's a lot of blood. I know what a lot of blood looks like, grandma. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like she is helping this woman give birth. This is not a moment for you to give attitude. It was so I'm disturbing. 15. You don't know more <laughs> nurse grandma about how- <laughs> it. Just, for some reason, it made me so angry. <laughs> Wow, you're like, um, how about a little manners and a little respect for your elders, Jen? I mean, just like if you don't know how to give, like, help someone give birth, just don't say anything. Like, just listen to someone who does. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but it really got me going. Um, but I feel like Dawson's Creek is a great segue into what we're gonna talk about. Can I ask a question? Of course. What's what's the creek part? <laughs> They live in Cape Cod. Everything is like boats and docks and stuff. And Dawson like lives near a creek, right? I guess so. I don't really remember that part. All I don't our- think of a creek as like having anything to do with boats. I think of it as like a tiny stream of water. Is that accurate or not accurate? Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, in my memory of it, and it's been a really long time, you've watched it. I, I mean, I bow to your expertise, Natasha. <laughs> I haven't been paying enough attention to know what the creek is. But I think that somehow 
Dawson lives like sort of near a creek. Listeners, can you validate this for us? <laughs> Does Dawson live near a creek? Also, who do you like better? Because I always hated Dawson. I didn't understand why his name was in the title. Um, he was always just Casey head. Casey's like a little bit more of a bad boy. He's a little like rough around the edges. So obviously I loved him, but quick story. I met James Vanderbeek when I walked into the West side comedy theater and I I opened the door. It was a Sunday afternoon. I was there totally randomly. Like there's no reason why I would have normally been there. I opened the door and he was sitting at the bar and it was like I was looking at a, un- a literal unicorn, like James Vanderbeek in real life. Like I couldn't be more shocked based on how I felt about him watching the series and then seeing him in real life as an adult, like stunning, just a stunning figure and such a sweetie pie. And the person who introduced us was like, this is Chelsea. She's on like a sketch team here and improv team. And he was like, really? Like, tell me about your sketch team. Oh, that's really nice. That is so nice. I, I saw him at Tokaya at the Century City Mall like last year. Which is like 47 Aryan children. Yes, exactly. He has a million children and they're really beautiful. And they just moved to Texas. Follow him on Instagram. It's a good follow. Yeah, Dawson is insufferable. I can't believe. I don't know. I, I don't even think Never he gets left after him. <laughs> I don't even think he gets less insufferable. Like I've, he just talks like he knows everything about everything, especially movies. And it, yeah, all he talks about movies all the time. Uh, <laughs> I hate him. I he is, movies. <laughs> he's like, he sounds archetype. like every guy we know. Yeah. If I am on a dating app and the guy is like, must love movies. I'm like X. <laughs> Me too. What about must love dogs? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Dog people are good people, but movie people. I like movies, but I don't like know everything about them. I X out on dog people. Sorry, movie guys. I'm just going to say it. Like, I mean, listeners, if you are a movie guy and you're not like an arrogant mansplainer, then please write to us and tell (laughs) us. But self-identified, not arrogant mansplainer. I think movie lover is like arrogant. I can't, I can't deal with it. Maybe because like, I don't really like movies that much. I think it's just because, sorry, go ahead. I mean, it's the kind of people that think of them as films. (laughs) 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 They're not just entertainment, they're art. Are you the kind of guy who thinks of movies as films? Because (laughs) Must love films. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I feel like there's like, it, in some ways, it's sort of competitive and like know it all. E. Yes. They're like pride themselves on like movie yes. knowledge. Yeah. Sorry to literally any of our friends that are listening to right now <laughs> to this right now who are supporting us. We love you, and um, it's fine that you love movies. We're really alienating our movie loving. <laughs> <laughs> I I love I like talking about movies. Just don't make me feel like I don't know as much as you I well, want wrote sorry aren't we like next week gonna release like a episode where we talk about a movie yeah yeah I love I love talking about movies I mean we I I, I won't say I don't like movies altogether but like because like we love watching them we love talk about talking about them I don't know you guys know what we're talking about though right yeah they know we don't have to be self-conscious about it they know I one time wrote a paper about me and you and everyone we know cool and I sent it to uh what the Miranda July joint 
Mm-hmm. And I sent it to her along with like a whole packet that was like, I would love to work for you. I like love your movie. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. The thing I've ever heard. <laughs> she really never cute. responded. Um, but yeah, Dawson's Creek. It's interesting because Joey, Katie Holmes, and Dawson have been friends since they were kids. And then the show starts with them being all like, well, Dawson just being like, my friend Joey. Joey being like, it's so awkward that we're 15 now and you have a penis and I have breasts and that's weird. And he's just like, I mean, what are you even talking about, Joey? And she's like, we can't sleep in the same bed anymore. It's so awkward. And she has a huge crush on him and she won't express it. And he's completely oblivious. And I, I think had, like penises and tits for like five years. And Dawson, I mean, presumably had a penis for longer than that. Yeah, but she just started noticing it. Late boomer. That's okay. She became aware of it. Um, but I'm heavy handedly trying to segue us into talking about uh, female male friendships. Now's the time that you start crying, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could start um, where our group chat conversation started, which, um, you know, the thing that really stood out to me about the conversation with Leia was this concept of having a conversation with another person about, you know, about defining friendship and defining relationships. I think this is something that we need to, we might occasionally do when it comes to like approaching romantic situations, but um, not necessarily friends. Um, And I know that I've had to have a lot of conversations about friendship with men. I don't want to talk first. Why did I start talking? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's like, it is such a challenge. And just as you were saying that it's like, yeah, we don't typically have those conversations with our friends or that's sort of not the mainstream like narrative and like plot of (laughs) friendship that we like buy into, um, or like that we're expected to follow so that when we do try to have those conversations, it does feel very like serious. And then it feels like we're trying and then I feel like it's interpreted as trying to have like a conversation about romance and dating mm-hmm. when it's with a guy. At least that's my yeah. experience is that that's how guys interpret my, uh, me trying to talk about friendship <laughs> with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you use the word relationship, which seems to be the only way to like, it's the word that means <laughs> this whatever relation between between two people like that's the word to use but yeah guys like hate that word like I've multiple times guys have been like well why do you keep using the word relationship I'm like that's what it is yeah yeah like a friendship is a type of relationship or a romantic partnership is like a type of relationship and I feel, feel like especially when it's sort of undefined like if it is with a guy who could sort of go either way as like a friend or more more romantic or more sexual partner, then friendship isn't necessarily the right word to use. But relationship doesn't imply monogamy. So 
Whereas like, maybe I would always use the word friendship with like my female friends because I know that I'm not going to date them. Like, like they've already fit into this category of like platonic friendship. So I can use that word, but if I don't, but if if there's some kind of like gray area, then like what word are you supposed to use? So something that I thought was interesting when we were starting this journey of the pod of let's be friends, Mm -hmm. I looked up the definition of friend in the dictionary Hmm. And what it is, if you look at it online, is a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. And I was actually shocked by that definition. Oh, really? Why? Because it kind of implies that friends with benefits isn't a thing. Like, you typically don't have sex with your friends is what this is that's saying. true isn't there a song that says like friends don't know how you taste or something <laughs> yes. what song is that i've never heard that song i but. think it's it's like you say we're friends but like friends don't know how you taste <laughs> Yay. Friends. but friends don't know how you taste like that I don't think so. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, this is just me always on podcasts. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, please don't, please send me an email at the Nosh podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. The Nosh Nosh podcast at gmail.com. I talked over Sarah. That's our email address. People should be using it more frequently to express things to us, especially telling us the names of songs. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but That was really interesting to me because when we embarked on this friend journey, I was in a different place when it came to, like, I was kind of like thinking like, oh, you can sleep with someone and they can still be your friend. But the definition implies that you can't. <laughs> and I feel like I've been on a journey where I've, I'm sort of now coming around more to the idea that you really can't. Um, it makes things hard. It makes things hard. Yeah. I had a question for you both. Um, Cause when I was thinking about this, how, like, do you guys want to be friends with men? Yes why do you want that or like what what informs that thought Chelsea do you want to answer first also Natasha do you have an answer sure um I do and I have some friends that are men and the way that I like got into those relationships or those friendships I feel like it from my perspective it was because I wasn't interested in them romantically or like I didn't view myself as like a sexual romantic being, which I kind of still almost don't, which is probably my own thing. But um, when, so when I like talk to, I mean, I, I, there are definitely like men that when I talk to them, I'm like, Oh, I'm kind of like interested in them and it will, it would change to, I guess it would start maybe as a crush and then ultimately, usually, at least for me, I think when I have a crush on someone, I think that they are interested in me. And then that gives me a question of like, so does that mean I'm interested in them? And then like, that's kind of how 
a crush starts. I like. That's think. amazing. I, I love that. You love that. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like um, just a, a recipe to not torture yourself because you're like, I have a crush. That means this person has a crush on me. <laughs> As opposed to like, I think when I get a crush, I'm like, oh, well, they definitely don't like me. Or I have to embark on the harrowing journey of finding out if they like me back or they ever will back. But you're just like, oh yeah, if I like this person, clearly they like me back. (laughs) I think that's- I don't know. It feels to me like it starts with my interpretation of their feelings for me and not, it doesn't start from me thinking if I like them. Like that's just how my brain like, has come up with the equation. So it like doesn't feel like I am trying to figure out if they like me first. It feels like the second thing. I don't know. I have a lot of different But then why, but, and you asked us like why we want to be friends with men. So I'm curious about that for you. Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like I've always, I'm an only child. I've always wanted like an older brother. So in that sense, I always just like idealized like that kind of relationship, I guess. And I think I've translated that into friendships with men because I can't have an older brother. <laughs> if anyone wants to apply to be Natasha's older brother, let us know. <laughs> Email us at the Nosh podcast at gmail.com. I think at this point I would like be annoyed if I had an older brother because I'm like, I figured it out on my own. Like I'm all, I got to 30 years old and I don't, I didn't have one the whole time. So I think I'm okay. But um, yeah, I was also thinking like, sorry that I'm just kind of tangenting, but we'll, I want to get back to you guys. I, th- I think the reason I had that question for you, why do you want to be friends with men? Not why, but do you want to be friends with men is that I have, I have a, a romantic partner. So that's kind of off the table for me. So then if I want to have relationships with men right now, it's just like friendship is where that starts. But I feel like it was like that before. Cause much for much of my life, I didn't have a romantic partner. I like have not had that much. Um, I haven't dated that much or anything like that. And I was trying to think back to my pre boyfriend days and I definitely had lots of crushes but um they were kind of one at a time and I never ended up really being not never most of the time I'm not not really friends with those people anymore but I did have like guys that I was close with in college and high school that I didn't even consider being romantic with and I was just trying to figure out like how I got there. <laughs> but anyways, back to you guys. Or or ask me a question about what I just said. Well, I I guess like, you know, thinking back to the the guy friends that I've had and and right now I think I'm in like a particularly a particularly um like a drought a male friendship drought, I would say, like not that I don't have any male friends, but um not that many and they're generally not as close as my female friends and 
Um, sorry, I just like lost my train of thought for a second. Um, and I thinking back to like the guys that I've been friends with in the past, I feel like it's not that I like had a crush on them necessarily, but I think there was always some sort of attraction that I don't get with my female friends. I'm not attracted to my female friends the way that I am to my male friends. So it doesn't necessarily mean that I have a crush on them or that I think of them in any way other than platonically. I don't even necessarily like would like want to kiss them or sleep with them or anything, but there's just something that pulls me toward them and that I enjoy their company and I enjoy being around them and they bring something really different to my life. I think like, I think oftentimes when I've been friends with men, like I feel like they are like, well, I will say, I think my female friends are like some of the funniest people that I know, but I think men bring a different kind of humor. I think they bring a different kind of energy. I think they bring a playfulness and a, an adventurousness that I don't always get with my female friends. Um, something that I think is kind of interesting that I've thought of in the past is that I really tend to only drink when I'm around men. I, I have obviously drank at times with both of you, but hey, now, I, now that I think about it, I've never seen you drink alcohol. It's so weird. <laughs> so weird. Uh, or not. Well, <laughs> Just kidding. Like get loose with us. <laughs> like when I was living, you know, in college, for example, I drank a lot in college. I drank every weekend, multiple times a weekend. I lived with women. We never drank in our house. We never went out just us and drank. It was always with guys. Um, and we were around guys a lot. Like it was very, you know, every weekend we had a lot of guy friends. My friends had boyfriends. Huge brag. Huge brag. <laughs> um, I knew a lot of guys in college. So. <laughs> I mentioned that. Um, Sasha mentioned that you always had guy friends. I uh, mentioned, mentioned. Oh, I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and. So, and we would just go do things. Like, I feel like my female friends and I, like, we didn't, we weren't as adventurous. We didn't like go out like together that much. It like pretty much all surrounded men. And maybe that part of that had to do with the fact that they were dating guys and they wanted to go see those guys. Um, but I feel like also it's just like our guy friends like drank a lot. And so we would drink with them. Um, I feel like it's like a little more exciting when guys are around. Yeah, it's exciting. And it's like, it's like, right, that weird in between thing where like, there's an attraction, but it's not necessarily sexual. It's not necessarily romantic. It's just an energetic chemical thing. I don't know. You're making me think about how, you know, just as it's important to diversify your friend group in terms of like, you know, people who are of a different race than you, like people who are differently abled than you, people who come from different countries, you know, like it's probably good to have some male friends too, you know, to just Mm -hmm. get a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and obviously like not all men are the same. Like I feel like as I'm talking, I'm sort of thinking of like this kind of one specific friend group. And there were other men that I was friends with who it feels weird to call them men they're men now <laughs> but they, yeah. I don't know if they were men when oh, we were 21 men. we'd love to be friends with you platonically. I said hope you're listening men we'd love to be friends with you platonically 
Um, so yeah, I, I, there are some men that I feel like I get along with better that it's easier. So I feel like there's also this element of, it's almost like spicy food. <laughs> Wait, hear me out. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Where it's like some of those relationships with men that I have are like more challenging and more, I feel more nervous around them maybe, or I just am afraid, like, I just like find it hard. Like I want to be their friend, but I don't know if they want to be my friend. And like this whole thing that I deal with, there's like that, but then some other male friendships, like they are nice to me. They ask me to hang out. They don't like treat me weirdly or like and part of it is I think like men who hang out with women, they're like easier to hang out with. Whereas like my guy friends in college, for example, would literally never invite us. Like we would always be the ones being like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Like, Can we come over? But like, they would hang out all together, like just the guys and like never invite us. Like, I feel like they didn't give a shit if we were hang- hanging out with them or not. Mm-hmm. So it's like guys, guys, girls, girls. And then like guys, girls girls guys I don't know girl boy boy girl boy girl sorry that was like a lot of talking so I'll just back off and be quiet um when I think about my friendships with men they have 100% of the time always started with a crush and many many times they've been like on the spectrum of like sexual and ambitious ambiguous And most of the time I have a crush on them and they like, quote, want to be my friend, but I sort of feel like they're like using me for some other reason, like not even for sex, like to feel wanted or to feel cool or, you know, because I'm like pretty fucking like fun and awesome. And like, but there's never been until like extremely recently, there's never been like like coherent, like mindful communication, it always just blows up because I'm like harboring this crush. Mm. So like, you know, I've had guy friends who will like sleep in my bed and will do nothing sexual. We'll come and sleep over in my apartment and just sleep in my living room every night just because we like stay up really late and, you know, he's like sleeping over again, but nothing happens or like, you know, friends who I've had sex with or, you know, um, various other things. And the only time I can think of where we, things really felt truly platonic. Um, when I lived in upstate New York, right before I came to, to, uh, DC for grad school in like 2008, I was a barista for a few years and it was like a very much like a co-ed scenario, super fun. Like we're all around the same age and would all like go out and drink and stuff. There were guys there who like, I loved but every single one of them, I definitely was like attracted to on some level. Um, and there was something that happened. Um, like there was a tragedy. One of our friends um, left and a scenario where we were all hanging out and she drove drunk and died. Mm. And, um, you know, we all worked together. And I felt like I felt this like the sexual energy, like drain that friend group. Mm, wow. Being like fuck all of this other like noise <laughs> like we just like love each other and I had um this one friend I was just thinking about because I was like asking myself like 
have I ever had a platonic relationship with a man where I'm truly like not trying to sleep with them or like, there's no, no like weird energy. And this one guy, um, Lance from that group, like I just, we just like loved each other, like as in a real, like, but I think it was because of that situation where like, it just bonded us, you know? And we knew that like somebody could be gone in like a second and mm-hmm. it, you know, I remember I like went over to, to Lance's house to like watch him. <laughs> we called it his fine Lances. He like wanted to like put, get his finances together <laughs> and like literally just like sat there with him while he like did like paperwork and shit that he needed to do to like feel on top of stuff. Yeah. And just like sitting there in his kitchen being like, I'm here like supporting Lance and like with no, it just like was not sexual at all. <laughs> like, I do think that like, something about that like bigger life thing happening that just sort of like bonded us, um, you know, just made it sort of easier to like see each other as people and like value each other as people. I feel like sometimes like crushes or my relationships with men are just so like clouded by this like energy, this like sexual energy that I can't like think clearly and I can't Mm -hmm. really like see them clearly. And that situation I think really helped us see each other. Can I ask you a question? Like you say that every single relationship with a man has started as a crush or, you know, that it's like always clouded in that way. But this is actually a two-part question. But one is, do, what about like an improv or people on your improv teams? Like, do you consider men that have been on your improv teams friends that you haven't been attracted to? Or is it just that you're not close enough? there's just like always an evaluation. Like when I walk into any situation where it's just like, Hmm, like, yeah, who's single, who's married, like who, you know? And I think when it comes to improv, first of all, like as an improv teacher and coach, it's extremely inappropriate to like look at anybody that way. So like we tend to like not do that, but when it comes to, yeah, being on a team. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a very like, massive I was like yeah (laughs) I won't go into too much but I I had like really strong feelings for a guy on my improv team um but you can't really you can't really go there it's sort of like frowned upon right but I'm asking what about other guys who like I can think of someone that we're both friends with who I don't think you have feelings for but I think you do consider him a friend but maybe you're not thinking of him because he's not a close enough friend or you know what I mean? Do we want to go down a list of men and like find out if I've ever had a crush on them? Is no, that... I'm not asking if you've ever had a crush on them. I'm just saying you made a statement that was you've never had like a friendship like that. I think is... in general, if I'm looking at like a group of men, I'm always looking at them as like whether or not they're going to be sexual objects first. Like, and it's always like yes or no. But then you are able to be friends with guys who don't have a crush on ultimately or no. I mean, I don't really like, well, I think we should also start to define like, you know, what is a friendship? Like, I think our, I'm not friends with guys, like none of my male friendships, quote unquote, which I struggle to think of like what they are, are like, look like my relationship with you both. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not like, walking and getting coffee and like, you know, FaceTime yeah, all the time and close, close friendship. Yeah. Like, um, 
I have one close guy friend like that now that I can think of. And it's somebody that I want to be in a relationship with. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess you're right. As I'm sitting here thinking like, sure. Yes. There, there are people who I've been able to be platonic friends with, but I guess I'm just not like, I, when you ask me like, do I want male friends? It's like, no, I don't seek them out. Like, I don't, I, I understand the value in them. Like it's occurring to me now, as we talk about like diversifying, like, yes, it would be good too. But I just kind of like, in general, I'm not like, oh man, I need to get like more, more like male friends. Like I feel complete. Like, I feel like I have enough friends and like, the guys that I want to introduce to my life generally are like romantic partners. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought when I asked the question that that's what I thought you might say, which is good, fine, great. It's just just how I see it. Like, and, and I mean, I'm learning now, you know, because I've had a situation with somebody who's told me that he's, I'm going to be in the friend zone forever and like wants to be my friend. So like every day I'm trying to figure out like, oh, like, would I really talk to my girlfriend? Like, like I'm trying to, I guess, like, put, like, a girlfriend relationship onto this relationship, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I'm finding, I'm, I'm, like, feeling my way through it because I'm, like, is that is that how you do it? Like, is that how you be friends with guys? Like, mm-hmm. you just sort of say, like, oh, like, like, I, like, talked to him. I was, like, oh, I'm, like, PMSing. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> normally, like, say that to a guy. I know that sounds, like, really old-fashioned, but I wouldn't, like, talk about, like, my period or any of that stuff, like, with, a, like, a romantic interest. But I was kind of, like, oh, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. The friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. like, so interesting, and I feel like it's making, it's in, when you said, oh, I feel, I feel complete. Like, I don't need to add any more. I don't need to add any like guys into my friend group or whatever. Like that made me realize like, I actually feel really incomplete if I don't have male friends. Yeah. And I think that's like an interesting, and I feel like over the past, you know, like I think like my ex-boyfriend like was my best friend. And so that really like fulfilled something really big for me. But since we broke up, like I haven't had any like close male friends and I haven't, or And I haven't really had any like big groups of male friends. I think like being on an improv team and having guys on an improv team that I am somewhat close with and seeing and engaging with um, serves. Like, I don't think I need to have male friends that I'm super vulnerable with or anything like that. But I think it's more of like the companionship that they bring feels very different to me than the companionship that my female friends bring. And I feel like they're both very different and both very valuable. And I feel a little bit like I'm only getting one. Hmm. So I think over time, especially it's like becomes like, okay, like I need to get some like male energy going here. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, thing is, like, the whole male friendship thing is like kind of a wound for me. Like hmm. I have had a lot of guy friends who have treated me like shit and then hmm. sort of justified the fact that we're just friends hmm. or, or justified t- treating me like shit based on the fact that we're just friends, like yeah. we're dating. So it's like, oh, so you get to like, fuck me and lie to me about being in a relationship with our mutual friend who we also work with. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, you no. Know, and first of all, that's not a friend. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't think of, you know, a, yeah. Like a friend wouldn't, wouldn't do that shit. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like circling back to um, the conversation we had with Leia, where they were saying, having those types of conversations, like, what, what do we want to mean to each other? And in a very general sense, I can imagine, like, if you're in a, if you like just met a man and you guys have, are talking and hanging out, maybe it's not like in date scenarios, but it's like, I feel like the theater is a pretty good like example of one of those environments where you would meet someone like that. If you were to say like, hey, so, you know, this is what I expect of friends or this is what I want from you, then it gets it like immediately does, I feel like there's like a shut, there can be like a moment of like a shutdown where they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like I, I can, I only would work this hard for someone that I was like having sex with probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've never had that kind of conversation with like a, a just a friend with a friend. So maybe there's a, another world in which that would happen. But I feel like I would have to feel like way more secure in the friendship somehow, like maybe through just time spent together or like a sig- sharing like a significant event in one of our lives and like talking that through. I feel like that's what like has solidified a bond for me mm-hmm. with my male friends. And then only at that point, if like, they were hurting me or they weren't living up to whatever I wanted from our interactions, then I would bring it up, but not before that. It would make me feel like really scared and like that we wouldn't talk anymore. Yeah. And it also is interesting that, um, I don't know, I I keep thinking about my one friend from college, uh, Johnny who I haven't really talked to in a while. We didn't even have like, it's just one of those people. It wasn't even like a falling out or anything. You know, you just don't, I just haven't, we just haven't talked in a while, but I still think of him as a friend and like feel very, think very fondly uh, back on that. And I remember when like we met in my co-op with the one I live with uh, Aaliyah in and I remember, oh, I think Barry's going to bark. Okay, he didn't. Um, I remember sitting in Aaliyah's bed and we were just like kind of talking about the people that we lived with and it was still pretty new. And I was like, I think I really want to be friends with Johnny. Like, I just have this like really good feeling. I just really want to be his friend. And I like truly like maybe for a second had like potential like romantic thoughts, but truly like 90% of the way I would say I was just like, I just want to be this guy's friend. And I think it is because like in college, I didn't, I basically, for all intents and purposes, you could say I was like celibate because I like didn't have sex with anyone until like way later or it was just super rare. And I didn't even feel like that was possible with the people that I lived with, even though it was happening all around me. People were hooking up all the time. But we then had the like, same college experience. Yeah. But I I think also I didn't want that to happen 
not that there was even a question that it would, but if I like thought about it hypothetically, I'd be like, well, if that happened, then everyone would know. And I don't want everyone to know. And I don't want to be the subject of like everyone else's conversations that I know that I have about them. So I just like feel like that was part of it too. But so like Johnny and I did become friends and it was, I was just so stoked. Like he was such a nice person, so warm and like really inviting, but also like not, I feel like a lot of the, the ease of the friendship would you might think that like he was more sensitive or more emotional or something more like effeminate that would make it easier. Right. But I feel like he wasn't like that. He was totally himself, very unique and really like likable. And he had a, a couple different girlfriends, like throughout our friendship, he was, he was dating this one girl who was like really intense. Like she, <laughs> she was so intense. She did like Bikram yoga and like, um, what was it like, like improv, but the dance kind where you're just like, yeah, I'm just moving my body. I want to do that. (laughs) But in like a very serious way. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to go meet up with my other friends who like to dance. And then we're just going to like, like toss fire around, like things like that, like super co-op-y. She was so intense. And in my junior year, no, like se- senior year, we lived, we lived in like my house with Aaliyah. And then we also lived together in my last house in uh, Kingman. And there was this night, we had a party at the house and he got like super drunk and we were in the kitchen and it was like late at night. There was not really anyone around. And I was like making food, like pasta for for him and for anyone who wanted it. And he was so drunk, like near blackout that he wasn't really making any sense. And he like, we were often very affectionate with each other. We would like hug and he would, we would say like, I'm so glad that you're my friend or like, you know, it was a really nice connection. And we like hugged and then he tried to kiss me. And it was like, immediately I was like, what? whoa and it was not like I was like that's really weird but I I wasn't like I mean I was upset but I wasn't like hey fuck you I'm never gonna talk to you again I was just like it felt like a boundary was crossed and I was like okay and he was like whoa whoa sorry so sorry like and it just he like was like I'm really sorry I'm gonna go to sleep like I'm way too drunk and then the next day I was like that was so weird. And I was honestly really scared that like Serene, like his girlfriend would find out and she would like kill me, even though I like did nothing. Throw her like fire baton. Yeah. Like she would literally like breathe on me and I would like burn. I don't know. I was really scared. (laughs) Or she would like do some kind of spell, like something like that. Um, And I remember like, I was like, Hey, we have to talk. And he was like, yeah, we have to talk. And we sat in his room and he was just like, he apologized. He's like, I don't know what that was about, but I know that that wasn't okay. And like, I'll, I'm never going to do that again. And like, we should just like forget about it. And it really felt like a mutual like thing where I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just, that was strange. And I didn't really want that to happen. So thanks for apologizing. And it was fine. And we moved on from that. 
Um, but I guess the only reason I'm saying I'm talking about it now is I feel like that in a different situation would have been like either the destroyer of the friendship or I guess the opposite of that. Maybe we would have like, I would have been like, that was what I wanted this whole time. And then we would like get together and he would break up with his girlfriend, like other alternate scenarios. But I feel like our friendship was actually was very strong and I knew that that's all I wanted from it. So it was just like an interesting moment in my life. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, brag, just brag, humble brag. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I just feel like um, that just, I guess that just sort of like, I guess my thesis <laughs> would be like, there's always like, a question of sexual attraction it's like and I, I don't know I just think there's all like I just don't have that same thing with women generally and I think we can just sort of like jump in and be like okay we're going to be friends but then with men there's always like this question that I guess maybe taints it or I think part of it too I've been thinking about this as we've been discussing like there's a certain, like, for me, there's kind of like this, like relationship with myself where I'm just sort of like, oh, well, this guy's clearly like not going to be attracted to me. So I have to just like deal with these feelings or whatever, as opposed to like deciding to actually have like a conversation. Hmm. Yeah. There's like a self-consciousness that comes in that doesn't come in when you're not attracted to the person, I think. Cause like, even like, I can think of guys that I've been friends with you know I think a lot of the guys that I have been friends with over time there have been right like that level of attraction that's like not there but maybe at some point it's there or whatever like maybe even not at first maybe after years but and then there's other guys that I've been friends with where it's like platonic from the start no question neither of us are attracted to each other very simple and it's way easier to be friends with those guys. And I think that like goes, you know, like I think with gay guys too, that's what happens is it's much easier for me to be friends with gay guys because, right, the, that question that you're talking about, like, isn't there. There's no assessment of like, oh no, am I attracted? Is he attracted? What if he's attracted to me and I'm not attracted to him? Or like all of that confusion um, that that, you know, so if that's not there, which it isn't with girls, it isn't with gay guys. There's some guys that are straight that are, it's not there with. And then with everyone else, there's like, yeah, the question of like, will they like me? And I think it's interesting. Like, I definitely have that and have always had that with guys that I am attracted to. And it's only been, I think, sort of more recently that I've had it with guys that I'm not necessarily attracted to that are just friends. I'm more self-conscious. And I think that comes from like having guy friends who I thought we were really close and I really loved them and they were actually assholes and were actually like not super nice to me in the end and are not friends with me anymore. And after reflection and like, I can see that and see how like, I was putting in so much more to that relationship. And so I think that has also kind of made me think like, I thought these people liked me and were my friend and turns out they're not. So now I don't like trust myself mm -hmm. to 
be able to read men. Like, I feel like that's part of it for me. Like, I don't feel like I can read them. Like, I feel like I can read women very easily. Like, I know I can tell if they want to be around me. I can tell if they don't. I can, I know what they're thinking. Like, but with men, it's just like this mystery. I'm like, I have no idea what you're thinking. You're, I have no idea like what you want or what I like you think of me. And that's like really a scary place to be, I think. And having that conversation of like, hey, what do you want? And what do you think of me? It's like terrifying. Yeah. And then they're like, why? Do you want to be my girlfriend? I don't like Yeah, like I'm so afraid that they're going to be like, oh, what? Did you think that like, uh, that I would have liked you or that like there was like something going on here? Like, no, we're just friends. It's like, well, okay. (laughs) But that's a fear. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but I have had multiple friends not like, I had one friend that I was friends with for five years and then I did end up having a crush on him and he would like kiss me all the time. And like, we never like slept together or anything like that, but we'd hang out, we'd hold hands, he would kiss me. You know, it was just like friendly. It's not like, I didn't think that he like had a crush on me, but after a while I was like, well, we're sort of like acting like we're dating anyway. So maybe I do like him. And then I like told him and then he like got so weird around me. And we literally like have not spoken since like he was like such a dick to me. We'd been friends for five years, like good friends. We'd like traveled together. We studied abroad together. Like we, we were around each other a lot. And so I think to feel that kind of betrayal. And I also like, even in high school, like, I feel like I experienced betrayals from like my guy friends who chose their girlfriends over me or just stop talking to me. Like, so there's this like thing where I like, don't trust them. But then I'm like, Mm -hmm. if a girl did that, stop talking to me, I would just be like, what a crazy girl. (laughs) Like that's her problem. That's not my problem. Like I wouldn't take it as personally, I think, as I do with guys. And I don't know why that is necessarily. This is therapy now. <laughs> or was it always? Maybe it's like somehow like a sign, like um, connected to our self-worth, like how men see us, you know? Yeah. The yeah. Patriarchal, heteronormative society. It's like, we just want, you know, love from men. Yeah. And like, does it have to do with like, my parents because like my mom like loved me so much unconditionally and my dad like left sort of (laughs) like I don't know I mean I feel like everyone always says like it's because of your parents but I never felt like my dad like didn't love me or did I okay this is going too (laughs) this is too much (laughs) exiting out oh I like I don't know what happened to me that I, that like, I feel differently. Like, I feel like a lot of things I feel like really similarly to to you guys. In terms of what you experienced before or what you like feel now or both? Um, both. Like, I think it just goes back to somehow I got this philosophy down where I was like, if you like someone, you should just tell them. And then if they are not into you back, then you like, I would, I would just tell people that I had a crush on them in order to get over it, like to get through it. Cause I would almost always, well, I don't, in the moment I would believe maybe that they would say that they liked me back, but 
if they didn't, I'd just be like, okay, well, I knew that. Or like, I'd just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then I would just move past it. But I don't know why I'm like, I could be like that because I'm, I'm so sensitive and emotional about so many things. And I have so many hangups, but for some reason that at least that doesn't seem to be one of them. And I just don't really know why. And that's like, I mean, I sure. Like if I have a, in the past, if I've had a crush on someone, I definitely like let it torment me for sure forever. But the only real way that I've ever gotten over it is I've told the person Mm -hmm. that I liked them or that I liked them um, in the past. (laughs) And then that's like literally the only thing that's really gotten me through it. Or if another like scenario I run through in my head is I say to myself, okay, I think that like I was saying before, I think this person might have a crush on me. Does that mean I have a crush on them? And then I'm like, why do I think they have a crush on me? And usually it's that they treat me differently in some way. Or I think that like, I'm like, oh, well, they're extra nice to me or they give me specific attention that they don't give to other people. And then eventually I might come to the conclusion, well, actually they are just like they are with me with X, Y, and Z, like with all these other people So I guess it's not that special. They just maybe are a nice person or they are one of those people that make eye contact all the time. You people are freaky. You're very confusing. Um, I can't do that. And then I just kind of let it go at at that point if I didn't already like tell them. But I usually get get really close. I'm like, I just have to fucking say something or else this is going to like drive me crazy. And I've, I've done that a few times. I've told a guy that I liked him. And I don't, cause I definitely like have, you know, issues with my body and like thinking that I'm worthy of love. Like for sure, I have lots of issues with that, but I guess that hasn't, that particular thing hasn't stopped me from just like having that conversation because I feel like the torture of not having it is far greater than the result. <laughs> um, well, it's funny cause you know, when you think about like becoming friends with someone, like let's like back it up. Like when you become friends with someone, you don't usually like, it's not usually, or for me, it's not usually like I'm around someone for so long and I'm like building up like, oh, I really want to be their friend. I really want to be their friend. And then suddenly I have to say, I like you and I want to be your friend. (laughs) Like that's never the way that a friendship like develops actually, but it is often the way that it goes in my head where I'm like, I need to tell them or I need to like do this thing. But usually a friendship happens from like talking and then you like maybe make plans, but there there's not necessarily a communication of feelings ever. I mean, with girlfriend, you know, I'm thinking of girlfriends. Um, like, <laughs> like with, you know, our friend Erica, for example, like we just started hanging out and like talking and then we're like, let's go get coffee together or like, let's go, you know, let's exchange numbers or follow each other on Instagram. It's like these incremental steps. It's never like, like, oh my gosh, I like want to be your friend so bad. And then a- an expression of those feelings, you know, that would, that would seem like a lot, I think, <laughs> in friendship. I don't feel the same way or like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, but it's more like little action. So I guess I'm, 
I think that's like an interesting sort of difference also where it's like for some reason with these like crushes and more self-conscious maybe relationships there's like this buildup of energy and fear and thoughts and what are they going to say and what am I going to say and like oh my god and now I like can't even say like do you want to get coffee or do you want to exchange numbers it goes back to that feeling of like men are just like not humans (laughs) or like they're not the same as me or something you know they're just this other kind of animal and I just don't know how to deal with them and they make me nervous but it's like yeah I sort of feel like the more that I can actually see a guy as like a person (laughs) the more I could potentially be friends with them I mean I started doing this thing in quarantine I mean again like when I think about it everybody that I really want to do this with I'm sort of attracted to on some level but just kind of like asking guys to like go on walks Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, that was truly born out of a desire to just like get to know them better, you know, which, um, and then just kind of understanding that, you know, throughout the course of this walk, I might actually realize that maybe I'm not really attracted to them, you know, sexually, like maybe I just want to be their friend or whatever. Um, So I don't know. I mean, that's been sort of interesting is like thinking about how to just relate to men more on like a human level and not like build them up to be these like gods that I then have to approach at their altar and confess, you know, my deepest feelings. It's Mm -hmm. like people. And, you know, I, I do think that like men are like taught to be different than women are. I do think like yeah, there are like some building blocks differences too, but of course, obviously like we're all human, like just trying to, you know, make sense of this human experience. So I don't know. I think it is possible to be friends with men. I think sometimes I'm a little confused with how men seem to be so like in my experience, they've just been kind of like, yeah, we'll just be friends. Like, you know, and I'm just like, why don't you sort of acknowledge that it's just a little unusual because we're both heterosexual and we both have sex with people of the opposite. Like, why am I the only one that seems to be freaking out about this? Like, it doesn't seem like the men are the men. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they are. I mean, I definitely don't think like all heterosexual, like men and women want to sleep with each other. I mean, that's not my experience that I, I definitely don't want to sleep with like every heterosexual man that Tom, I meet. Dick and Harry, right? Am I right? <laughs> Especially <laughs> Tom. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've always thought that the best like romantic relationships start with friendships, mm-hmm. but it's not in the sense of like, I will start this friendship as a test before we can see if we can be together for real. Wait, actually, can I tell you guys like the story of my very first like guy that I loved that like totally broke my heart? Yeah. (laughs) So I met this guy. He actually went to Sasha's school. Um, Tempted to say his full name, first, middle and last on the podcast, but I won't. (laughs) Um, He... I really liked him and we were like hanging out for a little while. I have no sense of the timeline, but we would like 
you know, dashboard confessional hands down. It was like that. (laughs) We would like go to a park and like touch each other's like stomachs, (laughs) hold hands and like just be like cuddly and cute. And I just like loved it. And he would always try to like get me to kiss him. And for some reason I wouldn't. And then he ended up completely stopped. He just literally stopped talking to me like one day and like never spoke to me again. Uh, even when he got expelled from his school and moved to my high school. Uh, (laughs) And I saw him like every day at my locker. Anyway, um, he, he, like my whole thing with him was like, we're going to be friends first. Like, that's like why I was like, I won't kiss him. Like, we'll just be friends first. And then we'll be like best friends. And then like later down the road, we'll like fall in love and like, we'll have a great relationship. And like, I really like had that sort of planned out. I guess the story wasn't that good, but I felt very resonant with what you were saying about the friends first. Yeah. Thing. And yeah. yeah. Don't harbor that fantasy of like, okay, we'll be friends but this will just be like a thing that we're doing until you feel ready to love me. And I think there's like a desire for, for me, at least, I think there was a desire for like closeness and that friendship provides that like safety that I would maybe need in order to be sexual or romantic with someone. So I think I can't really like just like have sex with someone without feeling like they are going to like care for me. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you phrase that without feeling that they are going to care for me. Wouldn't you, I would think you would say without feeling that I would care for them, but I would, I would already care for them. (laughs) Care for us. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, going into it, I don't advise, I don't think that will ever work out if you're going into a relationship with a man thinking, we'll be friends for now so that we can have sex and be together forever later. Yeah, I don't think any like planning of the relationship is going to work. Got to do this like purgatory. That's a really good point. You know, it's like when embarking on a friendship with a man, just sort of like take it one step at a time and like see how you're feeling. Like, I think if you start to kind of get feelings if you have a good enough friendship with the guy, theoretically, you can talk about it. Yeah. I wonder if, can we start friendships with men by saying like, hey, like, nice to meet, (laughs) nice to meet you. Like, you know, in my experience, like friendships with men can be like messy and complicated. I'd really like to just like have everything out in the open from the get go. Like, what are your feelings? Here are my feelings, like just about female male relationships in general. (laughs) friendship look like between us like what yeah. do you think you know what do you think a friendship is with a woman and how the sense I get is almost like friendships with women is like if you're riding a bike and you like already know how to ride the bike like you just don't have to think about it that much and then friendships with men is like learning how to ride the bike like you just don't fully know how to balance <laughs> or like <laughs> how to not like fall on your face or like how to pedal quickly enough. Like there's, it just feels more like, eh, like awkward and like, you don't know the territory. Cause I just keep thinking like, well, why is it easy for what, like, why is it easy for us to be friends with women? Like, what's the difference, you know? And like, like really. And I feel like maybe it's literally just 
something we were like born with or like <laughs> we had er- good early experiences that taught us to just do it without having to think about it or something not that like every relationship with a woman is like so easy necessarily but like for the most part I think we like know how to navigate it yeah Yeah, whereas I think um you know I was just listening to Abby Wambach's book Forward and she was talking about sitting in a diner with a, a family next to her and the mom saying to the girl who was about seven like you need to find yourself a good man who will take care of you. <laughs> and Abby was kind of like reflecting about it in terms of like her own like lesbianism. But I do think that like m- many young women in America are taught that men are like their romantic partners and they're, they're saviors and they're, you know, princes. I mean, they're not really meant to be friends. I mean, I remember, or we're not really taught that we're supposed to be friends. Even like, imagine if like you see a little girl and a little boy hanging out immediately, uh, nine times out of 10, the moms are like, oh my God, like, look, they have a crush on each other. Oh, I think they're going to get married. It's like, maybe they're just friends, (laughs) you know? But I mean, something does kind of divide us when we're kids. I mean, I remember like learning that boys had penises and being like, (laughs) Like, I didn't know, like, we were not a naked family and my sister and I, like, we're, we're girls and like walking in on a boy, like peeing, you know, and just being like, oh my God, like we're different, you know? I don't think that we're really like socialized to be similar and to be like on the same page, you know, we're, we're, we're different in so many ways and we're separated. I mean, I went to a Catholic school, so it was very much like boy line, girl line. Like we were always divided into boys and girls. Like we were never like together doing, it was always, you know, boys against girls, basically. (laughs) It's like, I think we're taught at a young age that like boys are like sexual objects. (laughs) You know, they're not really supposed to be friends. When I was a kid, did you guys play this? We played kissy girls, which was like tag, but like the girls just chased the boys and tried to kiss them. No. <laughs> it was literally called kissy girls. Yes. Can we play this now or when <laughs> it's over? <laughs> I've never heard of that game. Oh, wow, that's, that's scary. We should play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's all, it's all the patriarchy and, and marriage. Cause it, I think it's like, you got to find your, your husband. So mm-hmm. like, don't waste your time with anyone who's not your husband. Cause it's just like impeding your journey mm-hmm. towards. But marriage. then I think of like, if you're attracted to, to everyone, for example, if you're not heterosexual, mm-hmm. then like, I wonder if it's like that same self-consciousness is there that we have like, or that I have with only guys like I I almost feel in some ways like lucky that it's like segmented to only this one group that I have like different challenging feelings with. it's like like, are you the one the bisexual season you're like that seems too hard to win (laughs) too many permutations exactly (laughs) well did we figure it out did we solve how to have friendships between 
hetero men and women? <laughs> Do we shed some light on the subject? I think we shed light. I'm, we certainly shed light. Uh, I don't know if we solved anything, but it's a pretty complex topic. But I'd love, I would love to hear from other people um, if you have any like theories or thoughts. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, maybe you're someone who like has a harder time. Like maybe you're a woman who has a harder time with with other women. I know I've heard people say that before. They're like, I'm only friends with guys. Like it's so hard to be friends with girls. And I'm like wow, we need to like talk and figure this out. <laughs> and I feel totally comfortable like calling that person and being like, hey, let's get coffee. Like there's no feeling of like, well, maybe they wouldn't like me, you know? It's like, why? But they probably would never call me. <laughs> and then don't you feel like the boys always like those girls? Yeah. <laughs> like the cool girls who don't care. <laughs> yeah, like Roberta and what's his Scotty name? Wormer, Scott Wormy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, should we officially wrap it up? Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for listening and thank, thank you, Chelsea and Sarah. Thank you for letting me embark on this journey with you recorded. And I hope you felt safe. I hope, I think we did good. It didn't get too deep, but I think we covered some interesting ground. It didn't um, actually cry. <laughs> Good. I love, I love that when we don't actually cry. There's still time if you want to get a few tears in. <laughs> Probably later. That's okay. I've, have I cried today? I cried yesterday a bunch. Um, <laughs> but if you'd like to find us on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter at the Nosh podcast. Um, you can email us the Nosh podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you have any particular stories about friendships that you want to share, we can talk about them on the pod. We'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoy what you've been hearing and haven't already left us a review, uh, give us five stars on the podcast app. That would mean so much to me and us. Um, but other than that, we will catch you guys later. See you in the group chat. You can always count on me And I can count on you Good times, bad times in between But friends will see me through Say hello to your friends The Nosh Podcast Say hello to the people who care Nothing's better than friends The Nosh Podcast Cause you know that your friends are